Hey guys and welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans. I am coming at you fresh off the back of uh, the Yamamoto Cup, I think it was called, in Lille. It was really the first uh, international pro quality I've been to abroad and um, it was a fantastic experience um, to be there. Not only uh, to see uh, my client Jade do well, she managed to grab a top three, uh, which is unbelievable. She looked fantastic. Um, the level of like, the standard of athletes was incredibly high, um, and I was super, super proud of her. But I think um, for me, wanting to, to work with more athletes at that sort of level, gunning for those shows, it was uh, really sort of eye-opening and gave me a lot of clarity on um, particularly the, the look that they're wanting in uh, internationally in IFBB Bikini. You know, I did a podcast, um, God, not that long ago, I think, just about maybe perhaps what um, the differences were, uh, what they were wanting more so in the UK versus what you see abroad. And I think it going to that show, being there in person, seeing athletes on stage, certainly clarified in, um, in my mind the look that they are they are wanting. Um, and, and really, I think, if you were to ask me what, what it is, it's more based on, in my opinion, uh, like the waist. Um, this is solely bikini, uh, the, the, the waist of the girls. Um, when you looked at the, the top three across, across all classes, they all had a very, very natural um, small waist. Now, I'm not meaning like just a lean waist. I'm meaning... If you're a coach, you'll know exactly what I mean. You have some girls out there that just naturally have this tiny little waist. Um, and of course, um, some of them maybe are um, gifted with a genetically um, tilted pelvis, which makes their glutes look even bigger. Um, but it was the judging was quite consistent across all the bikini classes, really from A all the way up to H on. That was the kind of look that was being rewarded. Yes, of course, um, the, the the girls that were winning had their glute hand tying, but it's not to say that some of the other winners had that in, but they all necessarily had that tiny little waist. And I think um, it does it does as a coach give you an idea of exactly what they're looking for um, internationally versus say the UK, and and it's it's I think. If I if I wasn't there, um, if I wasn't at the show, I wouldn't be wouldn't have been able to to see that. Um, uh, you know, if you, I think that just seeing pictures over WhatsApp or videos, it doesn't do it justice. But actually being there in person, that's why I wanted to go and only to support Jade in her class, um, but also just to see and. Um, Jade did a couple of classes, one of them she didn't place, and I think that afterwards that's what we just spoke about. Um, that the reason she was maybe beating that second class was just that the majority of the winners in that class just had that natural uh, little tiny waist. And you might be someone out there that has a bit more of a blocky waist. Now, if you do, that doesn't mean that you you can't necessarily not do um, bikini. Of uh, course, internationally, of course you can, but what you can endeavour to do is tweak your posing in such a way, um, grow specific body parts in um, certain ways, such as, you know, get your glutes ridiculously big um, and get your lateral delts a bit bigger as well. But what I'll say is they're they're not, like the girls that were winning, they're, they're muscular, but they're not they're not, you know, crazy big. Um, so if you are out there thinking that okay, I need to be bigger and bigger and bigger for bikini, and that's that's not what they're looking for. I would say that if you are good and you're and you're placing in these shows or you're looking to get them, it's more about refinement in those off seasons, and that's kind of what I said to 
to my client Jade that when she um, when we go into our next off season, you know, we know it's glutes, hammies, adductors we've got to bring up because then that's going to help her um, get more of the look they're wanting for. You know, she'll she'll be fine with me saying that actually she's got a little bit of a blockier waist, so we've got to look at tweaking posing to hide that more and then growing her glutes that 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 much more than she already has um, to make that that waist look smaller. And that's the sort of like illusion with being on stage, isn't it? It's the um, hiding um, what you, you know what would be deemed as weaker points or what the judges don't want to see, and then actually trying to present stronger points or um, you know things that the, the judges are want to see. Um, but it was awesome to be there. I, I didn't watch uh, the pro bikini um, or the men's pro show the next day. Um, I was actually flying, flying back. Um, so the show was actually a Friday show. So I flew the Thursday um, to Lille and then I travelled back on the Saturday when when uh, the, the men's pro show was going on. And part of me kind of wishes I stayed to, to watch the men's pro show because from the lives I saw it looked, looked class. Um, but it was actually really good to see some uh, familiar faces in France as well. A couple of coaches, Cal, Cal... Uh, Rastrick that I'm sure everybody knows, and then Joe Jeffries, um, and a couple of athletes and you know event organisers and and whatnot. Um, it was great to to see all them, even when you're you're travelling so far kind of out of the UK. And there'll be other shows uh, that'll that'll head to internationally. I'm sure this season and um, and next and thereafter. I'm very much looking forward to seeing what athletes uh, the athletes that I work with do. Um, and really, I think that this past weekend marked the end of. Um, a seven week run um, for me with athletes where, where we had sort of at least um, two or three on stage as I was travelling back on the Saturday I actually had my client Neil uh, compete in Northern Ireland um, and he won his class wrapped up his season which was uh, four wins for him in the shows that in the three shows he's done but um, yeah this past weekend marked like a, a seven week stretch which um, I went I managed to go to six shows uh, one of which was obviously in Lille and the, and the rest were in the in the UK, um, down south. So for me, um, a show down south in England involves like a day of travelling. It's not just like there and back on the same day. It's like a, a day of driving or a day of travelling, staying the night before, sometimes staying the night of the show as well and then travelling back the next day. So it's it's quite a, a lengthy time away from, from home and family. But you know what? It's been an incredible run and one that I've been grateful for um, to be part of in the past seven weeks. The team uh, has produced 21 placings, so out of that, uh, 21, 10 of those have been firsts, um, 3 uh, have been thirds, and 8 have been seconds, so 10 firsts, 8 seconds, and 3 thirds, uh, and then included in that is a, a UKUP and an NFM UK pro card, um, and multiple invites to, to finals as well, and um, to be part of that um, that run is has been been something special, um, and I can honestly say that if I could go back to the start um, and do it all over again, uh, I would do it in a heartbeat. Now, what it's meant is that in those sort of seven weeks, uh, I've pulled my training down to, to three times a week. Um, I very much just ate kind of how and how I can and what I can get my hands on. Uh, when I'm at these shows at the weekends, I don't really eat too much on show day, um, mainly because of a couple of reasons. Number one, uh, I want to give my athletes the most support they can possible in their journey, their success, um, 
gives me way more joy than my own journey at the current moment. But not only that, uh, because obviously traveling the uh, the days away, the few days away and staying and whatnot, when I get home, like I wanna I wanna catch up on uh, some time with my my family, uh, with my son, with my wife, because um, usually you know we would do family stuff at the weekends if I don't have anything on. So I mean, what what is meant is like I'm right, okay, get back on the Sunday, I'll take the Monday off training, and you know we'll go swim in, we'll go get food, we'll go out to the soft player or whatever it is, um, and that's just me wanting to be not only a great coach from athletes, but I just want to be a great dad. And um, what it's kind of reaffirmed in my mind is that bodybuilding will always be there and you can always put on pause and you can always hold your weight and maintain it relatively easily. Um, where in the past, I've always maybe thought, um, all right, okay, um, I'll, uh, I'll probably lose... Um, lose muscle mass if I don't train um, I'll not be as big, I'll not be as strong um, it, it's actually really really hard to, to lose muscle mass um, it's actually pretty easy to hold on to the strength and size that you once had, now I'll, I'd be a liar if I said I'm, I'm just as strong as I was um, but I think that I've managed to hold about 85% of my strength in that time frame now bear in mind I've been recomping kind of as I've done that um, so I've pulled off, say, seven kilos of body weight. I've pulled my, my dosages down, um, trained three times, but, you know, going in and just um, getting my sessions in, trying to hold weights, um, enjoying it and without the pressure has been been fantastic. And um, it, as I said before, like, I'm more than happy and willing to do that for for athletes when I have this sort of stretch, this sort of run um, of, uh, of clients. You know, I can already look ahead to um, April next year, the Scotch season, I know I've got about six or seven athletes in nearly every one of those shows from the end of March to the end of April. Um, so again, that'll be that'll be kind of what I'll do. Uh, the good thing about it being Scotland is it's it's just an hour and a half, two hour drive away, um, opposed to down south, you know, it's five, six hours, overnight stays and whatnot. Um, but we plan on documenting a lot of um, some of the Scottish shows as well. So for those of you that aren't aware, that maybe don't follow me on Instagram or maybe haven't seen, um, one of the latest shows we've done, not this past weekend, the weekend before, um, we actually vlogged it. We had a videographer, uh, Emily, or is her name, from 44.visuals, give it a follow. Um, she was there for the day and she vlogged uh, the whole thing. Um, so if you want to see that, head over to our YouTube channel, just go on YouTube and type uh, VW Physique, um, and then you'll be able to see it. I think it's about 36 minutes long, um, and what you'll see is kind of the the behind-the-scenes stuff, um, the stuff that you don't see on Instagram. Um, on Instagram, you know, you're just seeing maybe one update, you're just seeing one picture, whereas you'll get to see quite a lot of check-ins that were done on the day, the decisions that we make in regards to, to meals, etc., fluid salt, uh, you'll see kind of the, the little stuff pre-stage pump up as well, um, interaction myself and the athletes, and then also kind of like how a show day is run, and I think that that's so important for those of you that are thinking about competing. I always say, if you've never been to a show, please go to one and experience what it's like. Now, you could experience what it's like as someone that's just a spectator in the crowd, but what the show day vlog should allow you to do is experience it from behind the lens of what it's like from a coach and athlete perspective. So 
this is if you're thinking about coming on board um, or you're thinking about competing yourself, it'll give you the ins and outs. And I feel that it's been so beneficial um, to, to be there at all these shows uh, or as much as I can get to really in the past um, seven weeks and especially with first timers uh, for ones that don't really know what to expect and that are in their first season. Um, I'll always do my best to get to those shows. Now, of course, with some of the more experienced ones, um, they maybe they don't need you there, but I always like to try and get to as many as I can to experience in their successes. Uh, and I'd also say to, to, to experience in their setbacks as well. It's not a success or failure in this sport. It's a, it's a success or it's a, a setback. or a, 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 you know We never lose. We either win or we learn. And I think sometimes being there around when, being around when your athletes don't win um, or they don't place is just as important as being there as if they as if they do, um, because how I mean I've been very proud I've been there that shows this season across the year where my athletes haven't placed and I've been so proud at how they have conducted themselves um, post show uh, their sort of thought process and behaviours and whatnot to maybe why it happened the acceptance of it but then how they can get better because there's um, there's just nothing worse, is there, than... Um, and you, you see this on Instagram, you maybe see this backstage, after, on stage, where someone's just absolutely fizzing because they've not placed or they've came third or fourth or wherever it is. Um, and I always say you must give your athletes uh, an, an open and honest your open and honest opinion of, of why you think they've landed where they have. And there's been plenty of times that my athletes have came off stage this season having not placed and I've went that was fair like you were you were beat there and, and here's the reasons why you were beat and I think that when you're honest and you give someone that clarity of okay right here's why you were beat but here's why you could be, here's how you could be better and here's how we could change stuff for next time um, there's more of that acceptance whereas I, I think still think back to when I first came off stage in 2017 I didn't have a coach there I was on my own um, bar had a a friend or two there as well uh, I had no idea why I didn't place at the time it was only time to kind of look back at photos and whatnot. I was able to understand and accept it years later. But at the time, I had no idea. And this is where I think that when when maybe you don't get that feedback and you're on your own or maybe your coach doesn't quite know the criteria quite as well, you'll get the whole, like, oh, the judges got it wrong, bro. Um, you definitely should have came second. Or your, your mum and dad are in the crowd and you definitely should have won. Although maybe the top three were miles better than you know. I, I, I do think that being there, seeing it, I can always give my open honest opinion. And uh, for the most part... I've not had a problem with judging this year, and I think that's been more of an accepting. Uh, sorry, more of me understanding the criteria. Don't be wrong. There's been a couple of occasions, um, particularly recently, with a bikini girl getting moved up to trained uh, trained figure, which I very much disagreed with. Uh, but hey, that's neither here nor there. It's a different story, maybe for a different podcast. Um, but for the most part, I I understand. I get it. Um, it makes sense in my head. Um, whereas in the past years ago, as I says, I've been, I've been that coach that's been uh, that said, "Oh, the judges got it wrong," or it was about politics, it was about this, it was about that. When, uh, when really, it's um, it's more about just understanding uh, understanding the criteria. And um, this season itself has been one that has been one for the one for the memory books. And you know, Yuki UP, uh, which was a couple of weeks ago, um, was when the team sort of surpassed. Well, for myself. Uh, 100 
top three placings. Um, across the brand, across all three coaches, we have um, quite a bit more. But I think that I, had, I had a very personal uh, goal this year of wanting to, to hit that and then wanting to hit 50 wins. Uh, we're currently at 49 wins um, with, I think, one sure to go uh, this season. So uh, we'll see how that goes. If not, it'll be boxed off next year. But um, it was a, a very special day Um it's been a very special few weeks, but a very special season as well. Um, not that it's completely done, but it, it's um, coming towards an end and the, the focus then starts shifting towards those that are competing next year because some of them start their prep in like six weeks, seven weeks, because that first Scotch show is the 26th of March. Um, but it just got me sort of thinking, reflecting. I had a lot of time to reflect when I was traveling um, just about how grateful I am um, to be able to put you know, people on stage, to be able to work with people across the world. Um, whether whether I'm putting you on stage or a photo shoot or just a transformation, it's been incredible. Um, and I'm so thankful to anyone out there that's listening that I've worked with or I'm working with now or will work in the future. Um, you guys really will never know what it, what it means to me and it's a struggle to put in words at times or I suppose express in words just how much um, it means to me and how much I love doing what I'm doing. And I just, I can't wait to just keep doing it. Uh, I think that the buzz... Um, the buzz from being at these shows the past seven weeks has uh, it's been incredible. It's been really hard to be away from uh, my family at times, but I've got such an understanding wife and supportive wife that it makes it that a little bit easier. Um, but to see to see the athletes doing so well, to see them sort of, uh, I guess, representing the brand with so much pride um, has been so inspiring. And, and listen, see when I'm at these shows, I want to jump back in. I want to think, right, fuck it. I want to compete again, I want to prep, I want to get bigger, blah, 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 but then that lasts maybe a fleeting moment, um, a day or two before I come back and realise, well, actually, I, I know what my calling is in, in this world, and that is, you know, I'm trying to be one of the best best prep coaches in the UK, and I think that to do that, you have to be selfless rather than selfish, and I think that bodybuilding is a very selfish endeavour, and I'll still bodybuild myself, you know, like, go through the, the gaining phases, the recomps and whatnot, but the, the, the prep, you have to be selfish and I think that service suffers. So for me to be a great coach, uh, not just a good coach, a great coach and one of the best, um, my own journey is going to be on the back burner for a little bit. Um, but mostly as well, you know, I've got uh, coming up for a one-year-old son and then another one on the way and I don't think it'd be very fair on my wife um, or them for me to be prepping anytime soon. You know, maybe when the kids are a bit older, but I've got athletes with some big, big goals um, in in the next uh, two years. Um, you know, to win overalls, to win pro cards um, at the highest possible level. Um, so that that's kind of my my main focus. And I'll having had that little seven week uh, you know um, spell, uh, kind of now going to shift uh, shift my focus. Well, my focus is always on the athletes, but. I will start to make sure that I consistently get food in now, and I'm not slacking. Um, you know, three three days of the week when I'm traveling, and and push push my push my weights back up to where they were. But the the, the other thing I, I suppose I wanted to say was, I'm quite happy with uh, with how I look. I'm quite happy with holding this body weight. I'm quite happy with my strength, and that's something that's been it's very hard to do in bodybuilding it's very hard to get to the point where we just are content we're always wanting to push in more but I can honestly say the past like few months I've just been like I'm pretty happy holding a roughly about here I'm kind of thinking in my mind like well 
if I wanted to be a great bodybuilder, I would probably need to push 140 kilo off season to try and fill out a six foot four frame. And I'm just not wanting to do that. I'm not willing to do it. The, the, it will put a lot of pressure on my heart and, and health. I says, I'm not will, willing to do that with my, my kids and with, um, with my business and where I want to push it in my athletes. So for me, this is going to be a bit more refinement is that I'm roughly about 125 kilos, which is 175 pounds. Sorry. Um, 275 pounds, which is still pretty heavy. Uh, I'll probably refine that whole tier. Um, maybe in the years to come, I'll probably pull down a little bit. But for the most part, I'm quite happy just holding holding his amphorage now. I guess I've kind of went off on um, quite a big tangent there, haven't I? Which was um, supposed to me just be, you know, this podcast was supposed to be just me sort of kind of wrapping up and summarizing uh, Lille and, uh, and then obviously Neil Show in Northern Ireland. Um, which I wasn't able to make, but um, that was his third show this season, and I'd been there at the first two. Neil, you're probably listening to this, mate. Um, massive congratulations on that. It was uh, it was mega, mega season. Uh, for those of you who don't know my client Neil, go check him out on on Instagram. Uh, look at some of the results he's had. He took he made he took the step up from um, bikini. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he took the step up from men's physique last year. Um, to, to bodybuilding this year you know, at the end of the season uh, I was there at his last show and I said Neil you're not a men's physique guy you're a bodybuilder and I said you're just doing men's physique right now because you don't fit in the bodybuilding class so I think Neil took that on board um, and, and from that he he, <laughs> he came out the races and he was uh, in his last show 20 pounds up from stage weight the first couple of shows it was 16 pounds but he was at his fullest in that last show and uh, twenty pound, sixteen to twenty pounds of stage weight, whatever it is, is is a huge and enormous amount in a year. And when you consider he had to do occlusion training for a blood flow restriction training for his legs, in a majority of that time frame, um, it was was epic. The fact that he came out the blocks and uh, he got three three shows in and four wins, and I was there to see uh, one, two, three, three of the wins, which um, which was incredible. Uh, you know, him and his wife uh, managed to put me up uh, in Newcastle for his first show, and it was epic to be there and to see how much it meant to him and, and whatnot. And that's just a, a small, uh, a small caveat of one of the examples of a client that I've worked with for a long time, who um, has achieved a lot over the, the space of the two years we worked together. Um, he did actually get a win in a, in a men's physique last year, so it just kind of shows you we still managed to do that even though he, he didn't necessarily fit the category, but. I'm rambling on now. Um, I ju- again, I think from my end, this is more of a, f- a reflection podcast. Just a massive thank you to uh, anyone out there listening. Um, I actually had someone in Lille come over and say, now, fair enough, they're from the UK, but they said, hey, I listen to your podcast. You're Vaughn, aren't you? And uh, see, see hearing that, like any shows, it's a bit of a take, like a bit of a, get a bit of taken, taken aback. But to hear that uh, an international show abroad uh, out with the UK was um, was really special. So if you're a listener and you've um, listened, this is your first episode, or this is you know you've been listening for a long time. Again, just a massive thank you for tuning in and listening to my uh, weekly rambles. I know I didn't do one last week, but it was just a busy busy turnaround between uh, we went to Gran Canaria and we got back on a Monday night and I was travelling to Lille on the Thursday so there just wasn't a lot of time in between uh, to do much of anything really um, if you w- wondered how Grand Canary was pissed and rain for two out of the three days while we were there but it was still a good family break but yeah as I was saying guys thank you for listening and just remember that wherever you are whatever you do give it the beans <laughs>